Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Monday, September 4th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, U.S. President Joe Biden expressed disappointment that Chinese President Xi Jinping will not attend the G20 summit in India. Biden plans to visit India for the summit and then travel to Vietnam to strengthen U.S.-Asian relations. Chinese Premier Li Chiang is expected to represent Beijing at the G20 meeting. Biden emphasized the need for coordination between India and Vietnam and stated that it can be helpful. In other news, Most stock markets in the Gulf ended lower on Sunday due to a contraction in factory activity in China, which caused subdued investor sentiment. The Qatari index fell for a third consecutive session, while Saudi basic industries rose after agreeing to sell a subsidiary. Egypt's blue-chip index dropped, dragged down by declines in Commercial International Bank and El Saudi Electric. Meanwhile, Israeli mining magnate Benny Steinmetz has been detained in Cyprus on a Romanian-issued warrant. The warrant has been cancelled in various European countries, but Steinmetz was detained upon his arrival in Cyprus due to an European arrest warrant issued by Romania. Next, Russia launched an attack on a Ukrainian port, critical to the country's grain exports. The attack came hours before a meeting between Russian President Vladimir Putin and Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky plans to dismiss the defense minister and replace him, setting the stage for a shakeup of Ukraine's defense establishment. In other news, most stock markets in the Gulf dropped in early trade on Monday amid volatile oil prices. Qatar and Saudi Arabia bucked the trend and saw gains. Brent crude traded down, while Dubai's benchmark stock index dropped. First, Abu Dhabi Bank and Emirates NBD lost while Saudi Arabia's benchmark index rose, aided by gains in finance, health, and material sectors. Meanwhile, Swedish citizen Johan Floderus has been imprisoned in Iran for over 500 days, making him a bargaining chip for Tehran. The arrest has been kept under wraps for over a year, and the Swedish and European Union authorities have not commented on the details of the case. The case is part of Iran's hostage diplomacy and is seen in the context of the growing number of arbitrary detentions involving European Union citizens. Next, South Africa's National Treasury announced plans to implement cost-cutting measures to rein in government spending. The measures include a hiring freeze and a halt in advertising new procurement contracts for infrastructure projects. The measures are in response to an ailing economy and shortfalls in revenue collection. Economists predict that South Africa will overshoot its budget deficit target this year. In other news, Kuwait has appointed Fahd Abdulaziz Al-Jarala as finance minister following the resignation of his predecessor. Key reforms in Kuwait have faced delays, including a public debt law that would allow Kuwait to borrow from international markets. Growth in Kuwait is expected to significantly slow this year due to lower oil prices and cuts to oil production. Meanwhile, Bavaria's leader, Marcus Soter, has declined to dismiss Hubert Iwanger, the deputy of the populist Free Voters, despite a row over an anti-Semitic leaflet.
Soder said he followed a fair and orderly process and that Iwanger needed to show remorse and humility. The decision allows Soder to keep his coalition government intact before the regional election. Lastly, the Chilean government announced a new initiative to find the remains of 1162 Chileans who vanished under the dictatorship of Augusto Pinochet. Since the end of the junta, only 307 have been identified and their remains returned to their families. Seven former soldiers were jailed for the murder of Victor Jara, a celebrated folk singer and a Lende supporter. The United States has declassified two documents confirming that the CIA did not directly stage-manage the coup in Chile. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.